a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Utah Weekly Forum, a public affairs show dedicated to learning more about the issues affecting our lives and health and exploring the resources available in our diverse communities to help. Here's your host, Rebecca Cressman. So glad you're here today and so glad that we get to talk about something that is so applicable to everybody. And that is about being good human beings and uh, not bullying each other and taking care of each other. Joining us are two wonderful guests. We have Nicole Graham. She is the executive director of the Golden Rule Project. Nicole, thank you for being here today. So excited to be here. Thank you, Rebecca. And if the Golden Rule Project is new to you, we've talked about in the past, we're going to share more details about that. But first, I also want to introduce to you Amanda Rehues, a voice who's been heard on FM 100 as well. She is the president and the CEO of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Salt Lake. Amanda, thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Now, throughout the month of October, there are PSAs from the perspective and the voice of a child, and you'll be hearing those on FM 100.3. And so let's talk about, Nicole, the Golden Rule Project and the Build a PSA campaign. Yeah, Golden Rule Project is a a local Utah-based nonprofit organization um, with a mission to increase awareness of the practice of compassion and kindness um, by exploring and sharing the universal principle of the Golden Rule through arts and education. And so we've teamed up with Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Salt Lake to present a program called Build a PSA for National Bullying Prevention Month, October National Bullying Prevention Month. And obviously there's a tie between the golden rule and bullying. Not bullying, absolutely. Not bullying, yeah. And it is such a huge issue with youth these days. There's so many more ways to bully. When I was growing up, we didn't have phones and social media and, and more cruel ways to, to bully. So this program is really encouraging kids to teach other kids and adults how to treat one another. And that's powerful, just just thinking about that. And Amanda, your world is full of children. Yeah, I love it. I have the best job in the world. I love it. I love uh, going to work every day and, and seeing our kids and hearing their voices. And, uh, and and yeah, we get to, you know, I sometimes say we get paid to play because we have a lot of fun with our kids and our clubs. And we have seven clubs in uh, the Greater Salt Lake Management, which five in Salt Lake County, one in Tooele County, and one in Price uh, in Carbon County. So and in the, those clubs, we have over 5,600 kids a year. Um, and every day, about 700 kids walking through one of our clubhouse doors in those seven sites. So. 5,600 children. 
That's yeah. a lot. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they spend a lot of their time with us uh, when it's, you know, instead of school, when the school's out, the club is in. So it's after school and all day in the summer. So we have a lot of time and opportunity to really make a difference in a kid's lives. And that's what it's all about. And this uh, project came to us. Uh, it just aligned with our, our good character and citizenship program so well. And it's such a timely and relevant project to 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 talk about bullying and being kind to one another and what that can do to, to a person. So, yeah, we, we were like, yes, we're on board. Let's do it. Right. And and this is the second year yes. uh, that the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Salt Lake and the surrounding areas. So that's yep. where the Greater Salt yes, Lake is greater. It's yeah. very greater. <laughs> Tooele, I mean, we're talking. <laughs> yes. Um, um, have participated in this. So, Nicole, with the Build a PSA program, in the month of October, these children at the Boys and Girls Clubs, they ha- were invited to create some type of messaging, right? Whether it was in art or yes. writing and talk about the why it's so important to not bully each other well um there's three different age groups it's age 5 to 16 children enrolled with in boys and girls clubs of greater salt lake and we asked them to design or write a public service announcement about how they would use the golden rule to stop bullying or to intervene in a bullying situation treat Um, others like you want to be treated that one okay yes i mean there's thousands of formulations if you go onto our website um there's thousands of formulations of the golden rule it um it's one of those principles that's kind of interwoven into the fabric of who we are as humans. It, it's not political. It's it's not religious. Um, but you can find it in almost every religious or sacred text, um, language, different languages and cultures. And and um, little kids just seem to understand it. We, there's not a whole lot of it's almost like they know they understand the law of reciprocity and and i'll say this as a mom my kids wanted that mm. if 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 somebody didn't uh, apply the golden rule they'd come home from school and share that uh you know because they want to have a world that is kind fair. of fair right fair, sure i think that kids have an innate sense of of what is just and injustice and injustice hurts when something right, and they feel that, and they feel their emotions very, very um, deeply. Uh, emotions are big, especially when you're little. Um, and to be able to provide an outlet where they can put those emotions into words or into pictures, and to teach our kids that they have a voice and that their voice matters, and it can influence others, and that they can be a light and an example for others. I think that's one of the best the best outcomes of, the, of this entire project, is that it gives our kids a voice. Oh, this is a good time to actually hear their voice. Of all the different kinds of PSAs that were created by children with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Salt Lake, a few were chosen as winners to be turned into radio PSAs. Let's listen to the one by Simone. The Golden Rule Project asked students at Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Salt Lake to build a PSA to use their words and their voice to bring awareness on the prevention of bullying and how it affects our kids, our schools, and our community. Here's Simone, one of our winners. Treat people how you want to be treated. Respect rules, respect people and things around you. Don't judge people of how they look or dress. Don't make fun of people's artwork. Be a respectful listener. Respect people's ideas. If you respect people, they will respect you. The way you want to be treated is the same way they want to be treated. Remember, if you respect them, they will respect you. 
This public service announcement is brought to you by the Golden Rule Project, our Harold Burton Foundation, Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Salt Lake, Spy Hop Productions, Phillips Gallery, and FM 100.3. For more, visit goldenruleproject.org, goldenruleproject.org. Isn't that the most beautiful and powerful thing? I love it. From the voice of a child, right? It's just authentic, and that's her experience and what she thinks is is important. I, I just, what stood out to me, she's like, one of her examples was don't make fun of other people's artwork, right? Like, that was a very specific you know, point. So in other words, she's had an experience with that, maybe uh, on one side or the other. Right. And and that affected and impacted her life. And now she's figured out how to put in words to share with others about respect and tolerance and and not judging others. And I just think that's a beautiful message. Only eight. eight. I know. I was like, I know we're not talking politics, but let's vote for Simone. (laughs) (laughs) How many years until she can run for president? But there is something also that Amanda had shared, which is children learning to use their voice. What has that been like as you've rolled this out? Okay, all throughout the Boys and Girls Clubs after school, we're going to start working on these PSAs. What was yeah. that like? Uh, just to see them get excited because this is year two. So some of them had competed last year and wrote something and they remembered. And so to see them go, oh, I know this now. I know what I can do that, uh, you know, hope begets hope. And so they had a little taste of it last year, a little success. Oh, I can do that. I can be successful. Oh, I saw my friend do that. I can do that too. Uh, so to see the excitement on their faces as they, you know, started to sit down at the tables and, and put pen to paper or their crayons, you know, to their, their artwork, what they wanted to express. And it was just open, right? It is just this is your opportunity. So I think it was it was really exciting to see the program grow, to see the recognition, and to see them go, oh, I can do this too. It moves me when little kids feel like their opinions matter and they're not being silenced. Or so I just I just love that. Yeah, I can just picture it in my mind. I'm yep. sitting there getting excited. And this year they actually had um, three different PSAs to listen to. Yeah. Right. And get kind of a a better idea of what, what it means to go on the radio and have a PSA produced. Yeah. Well, and one of the, the other outcomes of this is, is it created a conversation starter within our clubs and our programs. Right? We have a limited amount of time in the day that we can we can talk to them. When they come in, they get their homework done, they're doing snack, they have some free run around time, rec time, uh, and then we have some program time. And we use this as, as one of those programs where they could sit down we shared with them, you know, what the program was, what it, you know, talked about the golden rule, um, shared with them the previous PSAs. Um, but then it just starts a conversation, you know, even those organic conversations as they're talking to their peers and their friends, as they're they're sitting there writing or, or drawing a picture. And and that uh, conversation starter is, is so important because we have to talk about this. We can't just push it aside and pretend like what's happening outside doesn't impact our kids. There's so much divisiveness in our community. There's so much stress. Unleashing of anger. Anger, yes, Mm -hmm. and and intolerance and and just stress and anxiety over the last three years. It's like I heard someone describe it once as outside influences are like 
social toxin raindrops that just Mm. fall onto us all over and soak into us. Mm. And we take that in. We can't pretend and ignore that it doesn't exist. It does. And it influences our children, whether they have the words to put that into into words, if they have the, the vocabulary to articulate it or not, it influences them. They sense that tension. They sense the anxiety. So to provide a safe place outside where we're sheltered a little bit from those social toxin raindrops that are coming in and to create an opportunity to help them find the words to articulate what they're feeling, to help them find the words to articulate hope and opportunity and optimism, right? And and how they want to be treated, I think is so important to give them uh, that outlet and to, to show, you know what, we can talk about this and your voice matters in it. Those conversation starters, you know, was so important. For those who just joined us, that is Amanda Rehues. She's the CEO and president of the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Salt Lake, taking care of almost 5,600 uh, children uh, through and teens through all yeah, kinds of uh, uh, programs, after school programs and, and support programs. Nicole Graham is also joining us today. She's the executive director of the Golden Rule Project. And you shared, Amanda, that giving kids a voice is really important. A child psychiatrist, once I interviewed, said, Imagine a bottle of soda full of all kinds of bubbles. To let out that pressure and tension, you need to open the lid slowly. And over time, you let that out and the gases leave and you no longer have an explosion. And bullying puts all kinds of emotional pressure on children, not even talking about the larger strangers in our environment that are divisive, but personal bullying. There's all kinds of pressure on that little child's heart and mind. And so opening up, giving them a voice, talking to them about bullying, talking to them about the difference they can make in bullying, it slowly lets the pressure out of so, Nicole, I wanted to ask you, because I know that this is kind of your baby. This was an idea for, of yours. Why bullying? Why was it so important that you wanted to um, approach, um, have kids talk about bullying? Because I think it's as universal as the golden rule. I don't know anybody who hasn't been bullied once in their life. And and it's, you know, it, it has so many negative outcomes, um, anything from physical injury um, low self-worth, um, especially if you don't talk about it, if the kids don't talk about it with an adult, it can fester into shame and, and um, y- you know, it can skew the perception that, that these kids have about themselves. And, and you know, if that's not addressed, they end up – the cycle repeats. If you know anything about, you know, abuse, the cycle of abuse, we end up putting it on to someone else. In fact, last year we had mm. one of the best PSAs. I was, and it was just thinking so about great. that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Avalyn, she mm-hmm. wrote a, her PSA about how somebody bullied her and then she turned around and bullied somebody else and then she felt bad. And I mean, that kind of wisdom in an eight-year-old is just, yeah. it sort of just blew me away. But that's exactly kind of what, you know, we can tell people to practice the golden rule or we can start to address some of the systemic issues that are creating um, disharmony among people. I think that's so important, and you hit it kind of right on the head, Nicole, that, that there's two sides of the coin when you talk about bullying. And often we talk about the victim and how it's impacted them and their stories, but sometimes we have to remember on the other side, the person who is doing the bullying, whether that's intentional or not, 
that 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 those behaviors are coming from somewhere else. And it's usually like as you described, you know, Rebecca, the the soda bottle. There's something else behind that behavior that's causing that. And so to provide, you know, resources and tools and other outlets and awareness so that we can get help for for both both the victim and and those who are doing the bullying and that they can understand that there's another path there's another way of dealing with those emotions or, or acting out um, in, in a positive outlet instead of inflicting hurt on others. So uh, the, the bullying is really about the two sides and to, to look at with empathy, you know, from the person who may be, be perceived as a bully and to find out what, what, what is their experience, what's, what's their, you know, true self that, and what's behind it uh, and help them get to, you know, as, as Nicole said, what the inequity or, or the root cause of the problem that, that's leading to it. And so, yeah, there's two sides of it. It, it, it is a, an exercise in empathy and compassion, isn't it? To Absolutely. ask, oh, why would this child or this adult uh, mm-hmm. be acting the way? they do. And there's lots of different uh, examples of bullying. And I appreciated that as we were preparing, uh, talking about um, the Build a a PSA campaign um, during National Anti-Bullying Month, which is uh, now. But I I thought it was important to kind of just identify just a few of these because some of us might be thinking of just the school lunch, uh, you know, the big guy that comes on over, give me your lunch, you know, or I'm going to sock you one. And it's become much more sophisticated, but it's very prevalent. So it is one in six have been bullied, um, cyber bullied. That means mm-hmm. it's occurring online, social media, uh, whatever it may be, one out of six. And one in five high school students have been bullied. And I just look at if that's high school, imagine what the numbers are for junior high. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that seems to be that kind of real pressured age group. Uh, oh, oh, absolutely. I think that transition year is really hard for kids going from, from elementary to middle school or junior high and then high school. And we know that transition from junior high to high school is is key. And we see that in our programs and our clubs. We want to keep the kids who are coming at 11 and 12. We want them to come into, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16 until they graduate. Because the teenagers especially – are that's when you're really making decisions in your life that can have lifelong consequences. Um, and so we want to be able to help impact that. But the, so we know that transition period is really hard. Transition in anybody and for in, in any situation can cause added stress and anxiety. And think about what that transition has been like for kids who, you know, in the last three years of what we've experienced with COVID and it's exacerbated and uh, all of the other insecurities and transitions and, and um, vulnerabilities in our community and what they may have at home or school. And what happens when school is not the safe place? What happens when home is not the safe place? Uh, where do they go? And it goes outward online. And, and you're exactly right. There's it, Bullying can look like a lot of different things. It's not just the kid in the cafeteria still in somebody's school lunch. That does, you know, that's one form. But the social isolation that can also be prevalent in bullying um, can sometimes be even more harmful than any physical fight or anything else. The the social and online cyber bullying, you know, when, when we were growing up and somebody was mean to you at school or said hurtful words on the playground, you, you went home and, and it, it 
stopped until the next day, maybe, right? And not that that wasn't harmful or hurtful, but now it follows you home because it is online. It's on your phone. It's on your tablet. School is online, and there are you know, right online classes and different things that they're doing and engaging virtually, and you have to get onto a computer to to access your homework or your grades, or especially in junior high and high school. And so it's there. It's everywhere, and it follows you around. And, and again, that child psychiatrist explained it to me this way. She said, you know, uh, there's earthquakes and then there's aftershocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens with social media is it's repeated aftershocks. Mm-hmm. So it's horrible for the child to hear what people are saying about him or her or them. And But then when it continues on social media, each time causes yes. pain and trauma for yes. uh, for the person who is having to endure it. So it just has that much more exponential power. Um, you talked about social isolation. So yeah. leaving people out, excluding them, mm-hmm. um, gossiping, rumoring, mm-hmm. lying about them, making fun of them, insulting them, threatening them with harm, mm-hmm. um, making them do things they don't want to do, destroying their property yes. on purpose. All of that are forms of bullying. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And we see this um, when we read these PSAs. We we actually see these are general. You know, you can go onto the CDC's website and look at um, what bullying is and what it, what constitutes bullying. But to read the kids in their own words, in their own experiences, what it you know ex- specific examples of this. You know, one one child wrote about what it felt like to be bullied for wearing secondhand clothes yeah. or, um, you know, uh, being bullied on video, playing video games. Um, you can't you can't even enjoy a recreational activity without bullying occurring there. Or we got one this year um, about one of the, the kids talking about what it feels like to be trans. Mm-hmm. Um, the level of depth that goes into um, – what these kids go through and, and the attacks on their character or who they are. I mean, when they're still developing, you're reading about it. And it just – what I love about this program is you're reading – as an adult, it, you're looking at a window into what these kids – a picture or snapshot of their life looks like, which is so different than what mine looked like at that age. I didn't have to deal with – you know, somebody bullies you at school. The audience is small. Yeah. You know, it's on a bus. It's you may have, you know, ten onlookers who are now traumatized also, but you know, when it's online, it's you're totally desensitized. It becomes like almost like violence on TV. You're just like, oh, it's just another case of bullying. So and so, you know what I mean? It's it's. I think yeah. that's the scary thing about uh, about social media. And some of that online presence um, allows for anonymity. Right. Or you can be behind a profile or an avatar that doesn't really exist. And it almost emboldens the the toxic behavior. Right. Um, and, or you forget that the person on the other side is a real human. And so to look at through the window, as you say, Nicole, you know, reminds us that there that there is a, a perspective there, that there's human uh, uh, humanity behind that, um, and and to put a face or a voice uh, to that story allows us as as a community, as adults, as as um, as people to to look through uh, with empathy and compassion 
um, and try to to see what their lived experience is. And and we train our staff at the Boys and Girls Clubs to use trauma-informed practices um, in dealing with with youth and, and often negative behavior that is seen in kids, as I mentioned earlier, is, is from coming from something else, some other form of trauma. And so empathy is the first step to approach that with, with they need consistency and boundaries and, and high expectations and, and safety. Um, but when you can approach, you know, a, a child with empathy, uh, it's really important to, to validate their experience of what that is. Mm. I'm curious, um, too, is that we talked about how, um, you know, there'll be PSAs that they'll hear throughout the month on FM 100.3 in the voice of children. Where else can we see some of the artwork uh, that came out of the Build a PSA uh, campaign with the Boys and Girls Club? Yes, yes. So we this program is actually a, a pretty comprehensive program. We partner with uh, Spy Hot Productions. Um it's funded by the R. Harold Burton Foundation, and of course, one of our partners is Phillips Gallery. And they—it's um, funny that one of the PSAs mentioned, "Don't make fun of your artwork." Oh, yeah. So it, yeah. it was just mm-hmm. perfect. But um, Phillips Gallery puts on a, uh, a youth art exhibition featuring all of the written PSAs from all the kids, um, and also the visual PSAs. Uh, that's located at 444 East. 200 South uh, in downtown Salt Lake, and it opens on October 14th and runs through the 28th. So if you're interested in reading some of these PSAs or, or looking at some of the artwork, we encourage you to head I'm, on I'm over just saying there. you do it. Bring your yeah. kids. Like, go, go. Go as, an, go, go as an adult. Exactly. Right. Go conversation. That conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Use it to have conversation with your kids and talk about it, uh, especially for parents to have um, that opportunity. Go to the gallery. See it. And then ask your question, your your kids a question. What do you think? Have you ever experienced mm-hmm. that? What What would you write? And then use that as an opportunity and a tool to have a conversation with your own children. Uh, and I think you'll be surprised at, at some of their answers. Um, but again, yeah, just start talking. Mm. That's so important. Just start talking. Phillips Gallery, as you mentioned, is where the um, PSAs, um, the art exhibit exhibition will be at uh, October 14th through the 28th. That's two weeks. So that gives us a window mm-hmm. of time. Phillips Gallery, as Nicole mentioned, is at 444 East, 444 East, 200 South in downtown Salt Lake City. And um, I love that you mentioned your other partners because there are so many creative ways that these PSAs, you mentioned Spy Hop as well. They've helped in, in editing, right? In well, they video. created those two mm-hmm. amazing videos. Yes. If it, And we were just talking about opening the conversation. This this program isn't just for boys and girls clubs right. of Greater Salt Lake. I mean, we do partner with them to create the PSAs, but we encourage all kids throughout the month of October to create their own. And they can log on to um, goldenruleproject.org forward slash build a PSA, and you can see these amazing videos, promotional videos that SpyHop created. They created one for a written PSA and one for a visual, and it has this amazing puppet named Bruce. So cute. It's so cute. Um, he He's featured in both the videos, but they're really short and they kind of explain what a PSA is and what the contest is. And, um, and there are instructions for your kids to be able to learn to write or draw their own PSA, um, little bullet points about you know, how it works and what they need to do. And that's at goldenruleproject.org forward slash build a PSA. And then you can post it on social media so that they do get a voice and you're posting something positive, hashtag build a PSA and just share it. 
And and a big thank you, of course, uh, not only to the Golden Rule Project, uh, but to the R. Harold Burton Foundation Absolutely. for their support yes. of this. It ta- it takes a community all coming together to kind of elevate the voices. And in this, are there no more powerful and important voices than the voices of our children, than the voices of our at-risk children, um, listening to them and, and protecting them? And before I let you go, we have just a couple of minutes left. Amanda, there's so many children that benefit from the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Salt Lake. For those who want to be involved or support yeah. you, how can they help you, Amanda? Yeah, absolutely. Boys and Girls Clubs are open to all kids. There's no criteria for membership. Some of our sites have as young as three and a half to four years old. We have pre-K and kindergarten in Sugar House and Murray, all the way up to teenagers. You don't have to um, belong anywhere else or have anything pre prerequisite other than being in that age group to come and attend. And most of our programs are a membership registration fee of $20 for the school year. Uh, and so you can go to gslclubs.org, GSL like Greater Salt Lake and clubs with an S.org to, to find a club near you. We're just now starting to open up opportunities for volunteers again after COVID uh, kind of limited that opportunity. We do need a lot of volunteers, especially for our, our sports programs. We're getting ready to do a huge junior jazz program, um, and it's so fun. So your kids can sign up for junior jazz as well, or we can we need volunteer coaches and refs. Um, and, of course, donations too, and you can find that at gslclubs.org. Thank you, Amanda. For Thank what you've you. done for more than a dozen years, uh, looking after the needs of the kids, right? Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Salt Lake, Amanda Ree Hughes and Nicole Graham, the executive director of the Golden Rule Project. Don't miss it. Go to the Phillips Gallery before October 28th. Take a look at that artwork made by the children. Listen for the PSAs that you'll hear on FM 100.3. Get the kids involved directly. Even if your kids aren't a part of the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Salt Lake, you can go to the Golden Rule project.org slash forward slash build a PSA and get them involved. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of, oh, and let's not forget, have the conversations because this is the month where we can put a little more attention to being kinder to each other and addressing the real issues of bullying in our community. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Thank you so much. Utah Weekly Forum is produced by KSFI FM 100.3 in Salt Lake City, a Bonneville International Station. Subscribe to the Utah Weekly Forum podcast online and email us at Rebecca at FM100.com. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.